We are on. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, y'all? Coup d'Etat, episode 11. Hopefully, we still got some listeners. Last week was pretty <laughs> weird. Um, but it was fun. I like doing time warp shit, you know, reminiscent of a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, good Super times. time warp. Yeah, yo. <laughs> I had a festive weekend, man. I went to I went to uh, see Slipknot. How Slipknot was, was on tour. It was it was pretty awesome, man. Slipknot was on tour with let's see, Behemoth, Volbeat, and Gojira, and um, yeah, it was it was a great time, man. I got pretty fucking drunk. You know, Slipknot fans hate me. Do they? Probably. They Why? probably do. Would you do now? I, I if if someone were to ask me. My favorite Slipknot album, it would be the third one. Okay. Um, you know, What's that, uh, Subliminal what Versus, Volume yeah, 3, something. Versus, yeah, yeah, Volume 3, Subliminal Versus. It's, yeah, it's the third one. Um, and I feel like a lot of diehard Slipknot fans hate it because it's not all heavy. It's like I'm a so healthy sick. mix. Man, I'm so sick of these fucking elitist ass motherfuckers with their fucking opinions. I'm sorry. I'm going off, man. Because the Tool album just dropped, right? So uh-huh. I recently got into Tool. I like Tool a lot, man. I think they're fucking weird. I think they're very experimental. They have weird time signatures. They just do like weird shit, out of the box shit. And that's really what I gravitate towards. So I hate when people are like, Oh, it's not as heavy. Oh, man. I heard that about the band Mastodon before. Oh, as they go on, they're not as heavy anymore. And it's like, yo, whatever. As long as the artistry is still there. And as long as I, I don't get why it always has to be based off of heaviness. So fuck those Slipknot fans that do have shit to say about that. Cause and and they, uh, you know, what's it called? Like, they're like, oh, they change. They, they you know, they're, they're so full of on. It's nah. like. You know, Stone Sour, which was his first band, it sounds right. very much like um, it sounds very much like the third album of Slipknot. Oh, so it's not okay. really changing. It's like it's he's kind of goes back to his roots in a, in a few of them. Um, but, yeah, I can't stand. I, I'm glad we're on this topic because there's 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 a lot of things that fucking bother me, you know, because while I'm focusing on this hurricane that's coming that we're getting to it, I'm just online just picking apart people. Those people that think they're elitist for like being hardcore fans. Right. Number two, people that like think that they're elitist for not watching popular Game shows of Thrones. or listening. Yeah. So that that meme resurfaced and it was like <laughs> a huge shout out to. Everyone that didn't watch Game of Thrones, you know, even though all the hype, all the fucking, you know, publicity, like you can't be changed or whatever. You're a real OG. And I'm like, I guess that's true. But it's also like you're just one of those people that are like, I don't care how the reviews are. If everybody likes something, I can't like it. Right. And I don't watch it. Right. And honestly, bro, um, I haven't seen all of Game of Thrones. I watched the first season actually years ago when it first came out before it was like popping. I remember Steve Perkins showed me it and it was funny going into it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love medieval stuff. I love Lord of the Rings. I love Middle Earth. I was actually watching Harry Potter shit yesterday. So I like witches and wizardry and all of that witchcraft. Um, Mm -hmm. I like I like I like uh, medieval things. Um, I just don't have fucking HBO. (laughs) So, so honestly, I remember when I think what, when, when I would come off like that, it was more because I was salty. 
because I couldn't yeah. watch the shit. So it's like everybody's in tune with this shit. And I'm like, I just got rid of HBO. I was trying to cut back on my uh, on the uh, Xfinity bill and whatnot. But uh, nah, I, I definitely think and it's funny, man, I was watching. We're, we're going to stay on topic, but I was watching um, the Wu-Tang. It's, it's a Wu-Tang four part series that's on Showtime called of my yeah, I wanted Men. to watch that oh my god bro it's so it's so dope we we just finished episode three last night uh and unfortunately that was the episode where they cover ODB um you know him getting out of jail to him leading up to his death uh which was which is really unfortunate especially because I didn't know the backstory around any of that shit I thought it, it's it's a phenomenal show but um one of the things that, that Rizzo says in it, he's like, you know, evolution, he he really focuses on evolution and evolving and maturity and, and things like that. So same thing goes with artists. You know, um, I, I hate to hear Here we go. I'm going to bring in Metallica. I'm going to bring in Metallica. Metallica came out with the Black Album in 91, right? And, you know, Inner Sandman, which I think is fucking overplayed, I think. And, and don't get me wrong. It, it is a good song, but... Um, I hate sometimes when people fall back on that song as if it's Metallica's pride and glory. And it's like, no, Metallica, those, those motherfuckers are talented. They, they have some awesome fucking songs out there. So it's funny how Inner Sandman always gets thrown into the fucking loop when you bring up their name, but they came out with an album. Their, their sixth album was called uh load and they decided to go down a more bluesy rock kind of path and people fucking hated it. And Brian, when I listen to the album, while, don't get me wrong, I'm a, like, what I like, the Metallica I like is the thashy, fast shit. The fucking headbanging shit. But when I listen to... Yeah, Seek and Destroy. I love that shit. Fucking Whiplash and and fucking and Creeping Death. And, like, I I love um, Metallica. I do. I think Megadeth's better. I'm I'm only joking. I know that's just always a conversation. Oh, Megadeth and Metallica. I like them both, but Megadeth is my favorite band. But anyway, yeah, on on their new album, they have a lot of of bluesy, bluesy kind of borderline country kind of songs. But you you can't deny the artistry that's still going into it. So you can say whatever you want just because it's not your cup of tea. You can't sit here and be like, oh, this is fucking trash. It's not trash. Musically, these guys are still fucking um, awesome at it. They're good at putting together material. I'm going on a fucking tangent. Evolution is good, man. So whether it's sometimes your artists are going to do things that are out of the box. Lupe Fiasco is one of my favorite rappers. Will continue to be one of my favorite rappers. Some of his songs don't resonate with me. Some of his newer stuff doesn't resonate with me like his older stuff. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, he sucks now. No, he doesn't suck. He's made, he's he's evolving. He's branching out. He's doing things to to appeal to different listeners. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that shows how how much you're 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 um willing you're pushing to, to yourself. Really, yeah, you're pushing yourself, and I yeah, don't think there's anything yourself. wrong with that. And it's, who wants to be in a fucking box, man? I don't think it's anything wrong with branching out. That's just I don't know, man. So yeah, yeah fuck I mean, the elitists. Like- Childish Gambino, for example, right. you know, I Nothing know his newer win. stuff is getting and like, yeah, I feel like all the hits on his new album should be hits. Like, I think Redbone and Me and Your Mama were like great songs. But all in all, I didn't really like his newest album. Really? But I respect that. He, I like compared. I think that Camp is the best. Right. I think okay. that his first album is the best, you okay. know, but but he really pushed himself like 
And and don't get me wrong, I all in all, I really like the vibe of his new right. his newest album. Right, I just you dislike prefer... more songs. Right, okay. Than like Camp, I will not skip a song. That entire really? album, I'll listen all the way through. Yeah, you, it's funny, Absolutely man. Love it. I feel like I'm the other way around. Like like while I like Childish Gambino, and I know you've always been a Childish Gambino fan as long as, as he's been out. Um, but I feel like I liked Awaken My Love. Because, mm-hmm. because it, it reminded me of it had a parliament kind of vibe to it. It had like it was funky, and I, I really like yeah. that. I'm a sucker for like Afro beat retro uh, sounds like that. I like uh, it's a band called the Budos Man. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but they're kind of real Afro beat. It's reminiscent of some of the music that was on the newest Childish Gambino. Man, it's funny that you brought that up. It's been a while since I listened to that. Man, I'm gonna have to revisit that album because I thought that shit was brilliant. But <laughs> Once again, I, I don't think it was supposed to be a childish Gambino album. Oh, really? I think that no, I think that it was forced by his manager because after Kawhi, he said that he was he he put out a statement saying that he was retiring childish Gambino, but he was not retiring from music. Okay. And then he never spoke about it again and then released another album, but it sounds nothing like anything he's ever done before. So I think that he was trying to, you know, um, do something new, but they were like, this name is too valuable. It has to be released under okay. Childish Gambino. Right. It's so funny how the music, it's funny what, what happens behind closed doors, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to a lot of these decisions being made and to fall back on the, the Wu-Tang thing. Uh, there was a segment in the episode last night when they were talking about um, when, when, when Wu-Tang was established and everybody wanted to pursue solo careers. So, you know, RZA reluctantly started releasing people from the Wu-Tang label so they could do other things. It was it was interesting, man. And, you know, they kept uh, emphasizing on, you know, it's business. It's not personal. It's business. You know, uh, he says something about when 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 they got into it. I forget who he got into it with one of the one of the Wu-Tang members. But they were saying, put your love in your back pocket. This is business. And um, so even when you're talking about Childish Gambino and it's this release and, you know, all the things that go on that we don't know about when it comes this shit is it's a lot more in depth than we think, you know. So, yeah. And I could be absolutely wrong. You know, all I did was just make an assumption. Right. But it's it's a fair I, assumption. <laughs> I think it's a fair assumption. I mean, but then maybe, yeah, maybe you're just flat out wrong, too. Yeah, Maybe I could just be straight spewing. up wrong. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Hey, yo, did you hear about Donald uh, Glover's listening? Uh huh. What's up, Donald? Have you heard about the uh, the fucking straight pride parade? Yeah, yeah, that fucking thing, dude. What the fuck? What the fuck What's is it that? in Massachusetts? Yeah, in fucking Boston. I'm like, come on, y'all. I don't, I don't get it, man. It's like I know I'm straight. I I, I know I'm, I don't have to. You know, it's a, a straight pride. I don't I don't understand it, man. I don't get it. It just seems like a bunch of douchey ass men that are clearly against the LGBTQ community. That's what it sounds like. Cause it's like, why do you have to flaunt that? Okay, you're straight, cool. <laughs> it's just people that are fucking like insecure and like right. delusional. And and if you give they they have this insane mentality that if you give something to someone else. Right, I deserve You're something. You're taking so, away from right, them, right? Yeah. What about like, me? Like, like what by, about? Yeah. Oh my god! And it's like, come on, man! Like, 
Fucking I AOC. Know, I'm not even going to attempt her name. Every single time I see uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, is that her? You pronounce it. I'm just going to say AOC. But she called it... Um, called it uh, I Struggle With Masculinity Parade. I'm like, that's exactly what it seems like. It seems like you you don't do stuff like that because we, we understand why there's a gay pride parade. It's to spread awareness. And I hate to talk about uh, what comes off as a default, but it seems like heterosexuality was always the default way in, 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 the Amer- in Americans' eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was always accepted. So what are you really doing by promoting something that's, you know what I mean? It, it's just, I don't know, man. It's fucking stupid. And it's, just, it's, it's, it's hateful. It really is hateful. It's, it's like, you know what I mean? It's just like 100%. And I, I can't remember if I said this on an actual, I think me and you were just talking about this, but when you take it to other things, like, and, and to try to put it into perspective, like imagine if Oh, imagine if we all got together and we said, you know what, we're going to put together a month because October is breast cancer awareness month. So we're going to have a not cancer awareness month because right. it's not fair that people with cancer get recognition. Right. You know, I don't have cancer. Where's my recognition? Right. Like, oh, my what? God. Oh, my goodness. And it, it, it's, it's so, man, I can't believe we're still having these conversations. I can't believe there are people that are still out there that still don't see the fault. And, and, and organizing something like that. And then I'm looking at the pictures, man. And it's just like, of course, you got, you know, you got the the, the MAGAs, the, the Trump pansies out here. And it's, it's just frustrating because it's like, once again, you don't just have to side with everything. If you want to be pro-Trump and you want to be, you know, conservative, but you don't don't you don't always have to. Some things you just don't look at it and be like, this ain't cool. We don't have to do this. It really comes off as insecure. It does. Absolutely. And it's more of a shock to me. I was actually talking to, to Jade about this a month or two ago. And, you know, we I give I give Delco a lot of shit and I bust Delco's balls, but I, I had to give him somewhat credit for this. Maybe it was Delco. Maybe it was the way that I was raised. But like I didn't even really get involved as far as like gay rights equality until my early 20s, because I I didn't even know it was an issue. Most of you know what I mean? Like most of my life, it was just like. I never saw it as an issue. It was just like, right. okay, some people are straight, some people are gay. Right. You know, like that's that's fine. <laughs> it's right. just it. You know what I mean? Like right. that's it. It's the same thing as like this person's this way, this person's that way. Like there's no there's there's everyone's equal. But it right. turns out that it's really not the case. Yeah. I just I, I'll never understand the notion of just I I I just feel like if if people when and of course, Brian, we're going to repeat ourselves sometimes. It's all good, whatever. Because I know I'm about to repeat myself. When when you're happy and you got your shit together, you don't you, you don't have time to worry about stuff like that. You know, you really yeah. don't. You really don't. You're like, I OK, but it's people out here that are angry, that wake up angry every day. And they're like, somebody's got to fucking pay for this, you know, and it, somebody has to be the scapegoat. And I. I it's disgusting, man. And I'm glad that the turnout wasn't as large. They were saying only like 200 people, but that's still, it's like 200 people. That's still, and then you even have, you know, I see pictures of some women that were out there and it's, it's just like, 
Come on, man. I'm hoping it's it's high school kids, maybe freshman kids. And I'm sure it's not, but I'm hoping it's like just kids that not and I'm not condoning them. And right. I'm not saying that they get a pass, but they don't understand the severity. Like it's more funny to them. Yo, you know. Right. And I remember being immature like that. And but that's the point of and and you know what? And as much as I'm always hopeful, I'm always optimistic. I'm always like, oh, they'll change. They'll turn around. But nah, because trust me, I wish my son would go to something like that. Because that means I did something wrong. If my son's going out to something like that, I didn't do too well. I don't want my yeah. eye. And it's something that I push every day, man. We just had our uh we just had a play date with my uh me and my me and my wife and my daughter, we had a play date with one of her uh classmates from Kindercare. She actually just stopped going to Kindercare. She starts kindergarten in two fucking days. Oh, I'm so wow. hyped. She's so hyped. But we had a play date with one of her friends from Aston Kindercare. Um Really sweet girl. I'm actually fond of her parents, her whole family. They're really nice. Um, but we got to hang out with them. Brian, it's so funny when you set up play dates. And I know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm jumping over here, but we're going to keep the conversation going. Um, when you set up play dates, when you become a parent, uh, hopefully that's that's soon. Hopefully that's within the next, you know, uh, five minutes. Um, but uh, setting up play dates is awesome, but it can also be very awkward when you don't know what you're going into. You know, you hang, your, your children are hanging out with somebody else's children. That's fine. But while they're hanging out, you have to converse with the parent. You have to, you know what I mean? And that can always be awkward because it's like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? But um, we ended up, uh, the, the the little girl, uh, I'm not even going to drop her name, but her father um, is a science teacher. He's probably like, he's probably has 10 years on me. Um, pretty wholesome guy. But it was amazing how many you know, how, how many things we agreed on. We were talking about the state of this country and and empathy not being pushed like it should be and 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 unity not really being established the way that we want it to be. And it was just awesome to talk with somebody else. And it's like, I'm glad you feel the same way that I feel. You know, I'm glad mm-hmm. that you're open minded. It makes me feel hopeful for even our chill, our respective children's future in each other's lives. It's like, oh, you, so you're you're teaching your kid to be decent. I appreciate that because I'm trying to do the same thing. All right. Tangent over. You you get what I'm saying. We we get it. We all get it. All right. Fucking be good. And, and if you and if you feel like I'm not I'm not defending straight pride parade at all. No. Like that, that's off the list. You're just, you're just college assholes looking for attention, looking to be edgy. But like other things that, you know, I, I, that, that falls under the category of like, if we're doing this, then we're taken away. So like, let's, as far as like the black lives matter, uh, black lives matter movement. Right. Right. And me and you talked about this before, um, you know, where they came out with the blue lives matter. Right. And I am for everyone. Therefore, right. I don't think that police should be killed. And right. I am for police being kept alive. Now, if they had something called like police have, you know, lives, you know what I mean? Like if they had something that wasn't a direct, a, like a direct attack on Black Lives Matter. You know right. what I mean? Like if right. it was like save our save our police, I would be for it. But you made it blue lives matter. Yes. Which is now you're 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 dividing where it's like what side are you on? Are you for police or right. are you for blacks? Right, you know, and it's like I'm for both. <laughs> right, know? Like, right, and it, I feel like it's 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 a 
correct way to even start this conversation, but everybody's too immature. Everybody's too fucking immature. We We can't have that Mm -hmm. conversation. These motherfuckers are, and like I said, man, I'm, I'm, it's not about politics to me because there are people out here that are against Trump that are trolling you right now, body shaming you right now. It doesn't matter. Evil is evil. Good is good. Woo! Yeah, man. Hey, yo, off on that th- note. Oh, go ahead, bro. I'm a bad. No, nah, I got nothing. We've, we've, we talked about this now. I do want to say the third thing that bothers me because we did go on a tangent. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So we discussed, we discussed elitist fans. Yeah. We discussed people too cool to watch things that think they're unique. And then this is just a little pet peeve. And I don't know why it bothers me so much, but there is a huge difference between liking something and sight and something being overrated okay. or underrated. I'm sorry. Right. And when people use the term underrated, <laughs> it, it infuriates me. And I won't say the kid's name. Cause I like, cause I, cause I like them, you know, is this um, the grammar Nazi? Someone, is it the grammar Nazi? No, it's, it, it, it's someone posted on Facebook and said that Always Sunny in Philadelphia is the most underrated show. No, it's show. not. No, it's and not. It is one of the highest what rated the shows on television. Right. It, it slam. It has FX's by a long shot. It has FX's highest ratings ever. Who would say such show. a thing? Oh my goodness! <laughs> and it's just insane to me. It's not underrated. It's a great show. It's not I love underrated. Always sunny, <laughs> bro. Something that's underrated would be like, um, let's see, like the show Community. Okay, Community. Yeah, Community is underrated. Community is an is an underrated show. Right, because I mean, especially it has a cult following, but right, a lot of people don't know, and not everybody knows what Community is. You say Community people, and they're like, "What's that?" Always Sunny, everybody fucking knows what Always Sunny is. Come on now, it's not underrated. Everybody. There's a reason why everybody knows what Always Sunny is. It's because it's not underrated. And quite frankly, I'm I'm, I'm not even going to go so far as to say it's overrated because I know people that don't like Always Sunny. I don't know if... I'm going to stay away from that. <laughs> That's annoying, I think it's though, a great show. Here's the thing. I haven't watched it in years because it's very hard for... Uh, in my opinion, I think it's very hard for a live-action television show to be consistent and fresh for 15 years. I agree. It's been like 15 years, yeah. right? 15 seasons yeah. or something like that. I could yep. be way off, but you know, I'm sure that they're recycling stuff. I just haven't watched it, but right. You know, I always get nervous with, uh, with, uh, as shows go on. That's, that's what happened with workaholics for me, man. Cause I was like, how, how much more can y'all pump out? You know, and like, like, yo, the first two seasons of workaholics, man, I thought were fucking classic. Number The first season alone was just, feel like this this has happened before. It's the time warp happening. Yo, the first season of Workaholics was this shit. And mm-hmm. like I said, I don't follow it so much now. I mean, I've watched it. Yeah, they, people do run out of ideas and it just starts to get goofy. I feel like Seinfeld wasn't one of those shows. Seinfeld was able to fucking, they were able to fucking pump out, man. They want to see me bleeding when times get harder, grind harder from the bottom of to my feet. They want to see me Well, on that note, y'all got a funny ass story. Let's hear it. All right, man. Hell yeah. 
All right, yo. So two housekeepers alleged discrimination when one of them was kept from cleaning a church rectory in Tennessee after church staff said the priest dog doesn't like black people. <laughs> it's a shame because I'm familiar. I've, you know, growing up in a town like Aston, I've been to people's house and they're like, oh, well, maybe my dog has to see black people. Oh, God. So the Catholic Diocese of Memphis concluded after investigating the incident that women's claims of racial bias and discrimination are unfounded and that the priest apparently did nothing wrong, said the Reverend David P. Talley, Bishop of Memphis, in a letter from August 16th. The incident unfolded when house cleaners Emily Weaver and Lashandra Allen, time out, Brian, let's see how racist mm-hmm. you are. So there were two, two housekeepers Two house cleaners. Mm-hmm. One of them was Emily Weaver. The other one was Lashandra Allen. Which one was the black woman? Oh, well, just for safety, not being lynched, I'm going to say Emily Weaver. Ah, good man. Good man. All right. You know, that's the wrong answer. Anyway, so they win. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, in May, they went into this rectory of the Reverend Jason Cowell. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce his name from uh, Catholic Church of the Incarnation in Collierville. So Weaver was planning to train Allen. So Emily Weaver, the white one, was planning to train Lashandra. Lish- Allen, the black one, as her replacement for cleaning the building. But when the women uh, asked to enter, they were turned away by parish staff who said that uh, the reverend, oh, I'm sorry, the, um, yeah, the reverend's uh, Jason Cowell, whatever his name was, his German shepherd was not in its crate and it doesn't like black people. Um, this comes as no surprise. It's a fucking, it's a German shepherd, number one. Um, these are the same dogs that were biting Black motherfuckers mm-hmm. back in the 60s. Uh, you know, the footage that we've all seen, and you know, these dogs being be, sicked on. Oh, it's fucking disgusting. Chewing that dark meat. <laughs> Probably one of Bull Connor's dogs. You know, the racism was obviously kept in the family, passed to the next generation, so on and so forth, perpetuating this sad pattern. So rather pathetic. But anyway, um, yeah, so this this happened. Um Weaver and Allen said that they were shocked and humiliated by the incident. I love how Emily came and she was like, I was embarrassed too. I was embarrassed for LaShandra. It made me feel so dude. bad. <laughs> White guilt. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. I could not believe this atrocity. Nah, she didn't say that. But um, yeah, LaShandra Allen said it made her feel so bad as a person. I believe they need to lose their jobs. Is she reaching? She's saying that the school uh, attached to this church has uh, black children and kids of, of other nationalities and various colors throughout the school. So, you know, it, I, I it's, it's kind of dangerous. You know what I mean? You have this dog that doesn't like, you know, darker tints and skin, darker shades, rather. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like you got to throw the dog out at that point. You got to throw him out. You got to start over. You got to teach. You have to put. You have to put your dog in like they have like doggy hotels. Maybe we should start like doggy tolerance classes. Um, yeah, get him up to speed. Yeah, man. You know, let, get him get him up with the times. I had a racist dog. 
I can't. I, I, I don't think that dogs are raised to be racist. Shadow was a racist dog. He just, he, every time he saw a I think he went after you a few times. You yeah, know? but Shadow he just, eventually, he eventually got uh, cool around me and got comfortable enough to start humping he shit. He got used to you. Yeah, let us film. Exactly. I'm humping. We shot. Right. Then we made us film film class. Yo, you know? do you remember? <laughs> do you remember the sparkle that we used? It was like a sparkle. <laughs> on his on red his, rocket. On his yeah, red we rocket. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were terrible, terrible kids. Yeah, we felt that um, class. That was an actual thing that we turned into we class. did um, we did along with the video of how to mow lawn with seals kiss from a rose playing in the background now that but this does raise a good question was he racist or is the fact that he was a black lab just make him a self-loathing dog whoop that's it i'm off uh, the air that was it that's the career killer right there oh my, <laughs> Killed my God. career before it even started right right well, this dog's name, this German Shepherd's dog name was Caesar. I'm sorry. Why did that come out so weird? Caesar. Fucking Caesar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, they're saying that, I mean, is this something? I don't know. They said that the dog had been threatened in the past. Here we go. Backstory. The dog has been oh. threatened in the past by black people and was somewhat more agitated initially around strangers with darker skin. <laughs> are we getting are we getting to the point where we're we're victim blaming even with dog attacks? Right, right. Well, <laughs> like, you know the dog's been through some shit. I don't I don't know. Um but the Let bitch- me tell you something. I'm not saying it's right, but he was walking down the street and then someone who looks just like you happened to pull out a gun and rob him from all of his bones, left him nothing. Right, right, you know? right. You know, like, like I, I don't know, man. I, it's, it's pretty weird. I don't know. Who would, why would somebody want a racist dog? That's so I don't awkward. know, and it's so out of character. I mean, right. German, Germans alone are just known to be friendly, loving people. I don't understand exactly, how their shepherds exactly. are. Yeah, 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 man. It's yeah. crazy. It reminds me of, um, you watch King of the Hill? No. Are you <laughs> no. serious? Are you, are you serious? You never, yo, you don't watch King of the Hill? Oh my God, it's a great I show. Mean, I, listen, I watched it uh, when you, I was you a hear, kid you when hear I had it coming four on, channels you hear, growing up. You hear it coming on, dang, 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 and then you're like, all right, it's time to change the channel. It's actually a really good show, but they actually had an episode where Hank's dog, Lady Bird, uh, was accused of being racist by um, a black... Uh, a, a black what, what, what the fuck is the I'm having a brain fart right now basically the hot water heater was fucked up they needed somebody to repair it the repairman the black repairman and he wouldn't come in he, he was afraid he was afraid of of fixing the hot water heater because Ladybird was was feeding off of Hank's agitation she knew that Hank was bothered by somebody coming in so she was defending him so it wasn't about the 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 repairman being black it was more about Ladybird defending Hank's um ambitious nature and wanting to fix the shit himself and his wife caught a fucking repairman a black repairman at that lady bird had every right to be fucking mad um so yeah there's that <laughs> but anyway yeah that's fucked up man so that's that's my news story man uh racist ass i wish i wish this had a, a happier ending i'm pretty sure the dog is still at the church pretty sure he's eating treats right now getting a nice belly rub and um you all watch out for Listen, that man <laughs> i don't know how i feel about it i'm torn Right. You you wish that this ended on a happier note, like the dog and LaShundra, like ultimately use their situation to help other people and similar situations. Yeah. I, I think it should be one of those like, you know, the, one of those stories that are like all of the 
you know, all of the trying not to be, you know, trying to kill racism by loading their movies with like racist things where it's right. like Chandra has to team up with the dog. And did you and put the law she, in front of that? She gives them. You put the law, she right? Gives them, La Chandra. La? La Chandra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just making La sure. Chandra. Don't disrespect the woman. All I right. didn't. I didn't. I didn't. But I but I, I could do that in post. But, you know, like she, she gives them, you know, chicken for the first time, you know, and he's like, you people are all right. Yeah. And he's like, oh, let me show you, you know, Oktoberfest. Uh, you know, and, and they just become they become friends, nice. you know, and they understand that they have different cultures. Right. But they're all one. I'm probably going to have to cut that. Nah, that's great. <laughs> about giving her chicken. Hey, all you people. Hey, all you people. Hey, all you people. Will you listen to me? I just had a big bro. What is that from? That's that SpongeBob with the jellyfish jelly. Oh, yeah. A, yeah. a patty filled with jellyfish jelly. I'm seeing all the SpongeBob memes resurfacing like all these clips these spongebob clips are being used for memes now but it's by all these millennials well i guess we're millennials too but i'm talking about like these 2000s kids and it's so funny how spongebob came out i remember when spongebob came out so seeing it being mm-hmm. used now like it's new i don't know it makes it it, it, get, it makes me happy to, to know that the younger people are appreciating um the eye on my head out is my is my new favorite one all right, I'm ahead. Oh yeah, those? with SpongeBob. With the, what episode <laughs> yeah. is that from, though? When he's making that face, I I can't tell which I one that's know, from. Dude, All right, I'm ahead out. But the one where it's like just finished smoking a blunt and my friend starts freestyle rapping. Right, right, yes. <laughs> All right, I'm ahead out. Oh my god, yo, <laughs> I, have, I know oh, that I feeling. I felt that one too many times. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, yo, real quick, uh, I forget whether or not we talked about this. Have you ever seen a movie called Sorry to Bother You? No, but I want to. Oh my I god! Like that, I like that actor. Yeah, he's, a lot. Yo, he's I like awesome. The, the dude from uh, Atlanta, Get Out. And Get Out. He's in a lot of yeah. shit. He was in The Purge too. He was in Dope. Yeah. If you ever seen Dope, he's in that. He was in Straight Outta Compton. He played Snoop Dogg. The dude is is earning his fucking stripes right now. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. that's his name, right? Um, and he's got that new movie. That 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 movie, the Who Done It? Um, what is oh, it? Knives yes. Out. Yes. Knives I Out. I forgot. Yeah. He's, is he the uh, the detective yeah. or? Yeah, he's the lieutenant. Nice, he's the lieutenant. nice. Yeah, there's a scene in it without spoiling in it, where he's in a room with all these white people, and it's like the, the movie's about him moving up at this job. He's a telemarketer, and he moves up throughout the movie. So you know he's hanging out. He's hanging out with the higher ups at this fucking party, and it's like cocaine and 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 fucking orgies going on. It's fucking weird. But he's in a room with like the 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 head guy of this company, and it's like all these other people in there, and they're all staring at the black guy. And at one point, he's like, "Yo, you probably know how to rap, don't you?" And he's like, "Nah, I don't know how to rap." He's like, "Come on, I know you know how to." rap and then he starts a chant he's like rap 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 and everybody in the room is rap 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 and it's so fucking awkward yo wait till you see this shit i hope i'm not spoiling it but that was like one of the most awkward scenes like because i remember being at parties and people be like oh you rap rap something and it's like no man rap 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 it's, it's scary it's pretty scary so you know the ptsd was kicking and when i saw that scene man but it's a great movie check it out <laughs> Word, man. All the news I got is there's a hurricane that's coming to kill me. I thought hurricane um, season was over. <laughs> I thought hurricane I season was over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Brian is down. He's in the shits right now. He's in there. He's in the eye of the storm, ready to poke that motherfucker. Right? Right? We're going out like a yeah. G, bro. <laughs> Dude, and uh, 
I had to pay some kid to put my shutters up on the second floor. No, you did. Really embarrassing. Oh no. Yeah. Was he yeah. was he black? My fiance, she's just she's realizing that I'm not a man. Was he um, was he black? No, uh, he wasn't. Oh, okay. He was All right, man. I was about to say, yeah. man, shit. You are, you you are going down a shitty path right now. I'm only playing. You know, that, <laughs> that post that you that post of you telling Jay the story, you like I call this piece. Me telling Jay, that is the funniest shit ever. Just the progression, like, and then the eye movement. It's just like, oh, uh, okay. And then her just looking back yes, at the TV. Yes, that was awesome, man. Um, this week you all we are talking about are we switching it now am i fucking up the format of the show today no there's no format right now we're just gonna do you know we're just gonna do our thing format's dead format is um, dead so what would be now yeah. is now dead you all look check it out something that me and brian have both been on both been conscious about is um health and fitness we're personal not, fitness personal fitness we're not talking like we're over here like we're just the healthiest motherfuckers in the world but we do. I'm a fat fuck. We do. He, he's not fat. You all check out his Instagram. <laughs> you got the husk. He's at the husk stage. Um, yeah. You all. I. 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 I can't stress it enough. I hate when I see some people that I graduated with, and they look so fucking old. They look so old. It's like they just gave up on themselves. You know, they eat like shit. Mm-hmm. They drink every fucking night. They don't exercise. They think that their youthfulness is has perished. Newsflash, it hasn't. Look, yo, it's very important to be healthy. Um, I'm 28 years old. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I think one of the the main reasons why uh, health and fitness is important is because I am a father, because I want to be active. I want to be active in my daughter's life. I never want my daughter to be able to beat me when we get out of the car running up to the front door. I'm never going to let her win. And I stress that with Mm. her. I'm like, look, yo. I ain't never going to let you in. As long as I'm running, as long as I'm moving, I'm going to beat you every time. And I hope you have that same mentality. We only get one body. I feel like we we often forget, you know, sometimes we think that, you know, life is going to shit and everything sucks. And I always, I'm a firm believer. I'm like, yo, the least you can do, while all these things may be true, the least you can do is take care of that one body that you were given. For that one life that you were given. And I'm saying that loosely because who knows what's what's after, you know, the 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 you know, after we die, blah, blah, blah. But in the meantime, reincarnation, reincarnation, you know, things of that nature. But we're still here, man. And you're, you're still going to be here. And I, I it's a shame when I see people who are in their uh, mid 40s early fifties. And, you know, they're like, I should have done this when I was younger. I should have ate better. I should have exercised more. I should have done this. And I'm speaking to, to, to our generation. It's never too late. Get on that shit. Eat better. Stop drinking soda all the fucking time. Drink some fucking water. I don't get when I see people that say, I don't really drink water. I don't know about you, Brian. When I don't drink water, I feel like shit. Yeah, no, that's actually the one thing I can say I do consistently um, is is drink water. Um, my my fiance got me on water. I, I'm I'm 
I'm an in and out kind of guy when it comes to eating healthy and, and, and not and going to the gym and not. And it's, uh, I'm more not than I am in it, but I'm trying right. I'm about to get married, trying to get fit. Same thing. I was talking to Jade about kids. Um, cause I need to be able to beat my kids, not physically, um, emotionally, I need to emotionally beat my kids and that sounds terrible, but it doesn't matter. And, and this is the conversation we had. She, she keeps pointing out cause we plan on having kids. So now she's pointing out, you can't do that when we have kids. Cause I, I get angry behind the wheel of the car. And, right. You know, the other day we were driving home and this car, I waited to turn left because this car was coming. The car was going about 20 miles under the speed limit. Okay. So Jade's like, what's taking you right. so long? So I figured, okay, we're on the same team. And I, and I said, looked at the car. I said, I'm going to murder your whole fucking family. And Jade said, what is wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. You can't talk like that when we have kids. And then we got into this debate because regardless of how I go to the gym, regardless of how well I eat, I am not a fighter. I've been in two fights my whole life, right? One of them all. Technicality. Yeah. One, one half of them. Both of them were not real fights by any means. I'm not tough. So I need to instill fear in my children because when that when my son turned 17 – and I try to take the car keys from him, and he gives me a whooping that I will not soon forget. And then I'm sitting there holding frozen peas against my eyes, sobbing. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have that. Right, right. You know? Yeah, I mean, especially, yeah, when it comes to the whole parenting thing, I was at the park. I took my daughter to the park. Me and my wife take my daughter to the park. And it's this other little girl. It's at the park. And, you know, you know, it's real quick. Brian, what would you call when you go to a playground, right? You go to a playground, uh-huh. they have the one big thing that has everything on it, like the slide, the monkey bars, it's all connected. What would you call that? What is that called? A jungle gym. Is that called a jungle, a jungle gym? gym? That's called a jungle gym. So the, the, main, the main station, when you go to a playground, the big thing with everything on it, that's a jungle gym. That's what we're calling it. That's what I call okay. it. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, it was it was it was a couple months ago. We were at the playground, and and McKenna's on the jungle gym, and you know I'm I'm actually sometimes depending on the traffic at the playground, I'll often you know propose a game of tag with McKenna, you mm-hmm. know, or hide and seek, and I'll let her you know climb the jungle gym, and I'm pretty fast on the jungle gym. Like I jump up the motherfucker, like I'm I'm scary on the jungle gym. I'm pursuing you. I'm gonna capture you. It was this other little girl that was there. And while they weren't playing with this, she was having a good time in the jungle gym as well. And her mom comes over and she's like, all right, it's time for us to go. And the daughter's like, I don't want to, I don't want to go yet. And the mom's like, Mm. all right, well, it's time to go. I, you need to, you need to act right. She's like, cause you don't want me to, to come after you. And the daughter was looking at her mom and her mom was a little on the heavier side. And the little girl goes, you can't catch me. Like you can't, she was like, you can't get up here. And it was so awkward because I'm sitting there, I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, bitch, let's see this. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> yeah, what you got? Let's see. Uh-huh. I mean, let's just, I, if she surprised us, that would have been awesome. If she was like fast as fuck, did a fucking flip and shit, that would have been awesome because it's possible. I've seen the shit. I've seen, I forget the one guy that was on Instagram or Facebook. He had these videos where he's a big guy and he's doing aerials, you know, he's doing flips, back flips, all this shit. But it was it was just one of them things. And it was like, I never want to be in that mom's position. What the fuck? No. Yo, you can't catch me. Well, damn. One of my biggest fears is being at a playground and somebody's trying to 
not to take the here comes the morbid train, but I'm, I, I do worry every now and then. I'm not paranoid, but I worry. Like, I mean, some predators, they prey on playgrounds and they, they it is a it is a golden corral of children. Right, they want they want to catch parents slipping and any chance they could just kind of walk off with your kid. It happens all the fucking time. I'm chasing some motherfucker down. I, I don't mm-hmm. care. I want to make sure. And, and it's funny. My wife is always she always has jokes. She's like, yo, I got to get on this running shit because what happens when the zombie apocalypse happens? You know, and I got to run Ooh. like I don't want to, you know, and it, the shit may be goofy, but it's it's serious when you think about it. It's like there's situations where we need to be fit for. We need to run sometimes, you know, it's absolutely and the, the shit. Wow, it's morbid as fuck. But damn, there was just another mass shooting. And while I know maybe it's not it's maybe it's could be insensitive to bring up something, but I, I guess escaping is escaping. And running is running and being on top of that. Who wants to be the person that's lagging? You know? Yeah. We're not saying you guys need to be physical experts. We're just saying, let's say you're at the mall with your kids. Someone starts shooting. You need to be able to outrun your kid. Right. You need to be able to leave him in the dust. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Go home. Make another one. No big deal. Oh, my goodness. Or, Or you could be righteous and be strong and be able to pick up your kid. And have them run with you until that backfires and you can just put them down gently and then you can continue the uh, the escape. But I don't know, man. I, I just I, I man, I think it's important, man. And and I see I have my, my circle of friends and, you know, I I never want to come off as overbearing, but I do worry. I do worry about some of mm-hmm. my friends. I'm like, dude, get it together, man. Like. I, I am the friend that most worry about, I got to say. Honestly, I, bro, I feel like I worry I about slack. you the least. You seem like you, I mean, especially just the whole sober factor is a big part of it, bro. That's a I'm big talking about part health, of it. Though. But even, I mean, health-wise, I mean, I don't know. I guess, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to come down there soon. I'm going to have to come to Florida. We're going to have to hit some get some gym sessions in, man, or something. I want to help you reach this goal. Who am I as to As long talk, as you're though? not to... As long as you're above, uh, not above Planet Fitness, that's my gym membership. Oh, okay. You know I, mean? now I actually go to the Y, bro. I go to the Y. See, I'm not going to pay $110 not to go to the gym, but I'll pay $10 not to go to the gym. <laughs> you hear about, you uh, know? <laughs> you hear about, uh, do you all have the Edge Fitness down there? No, we got, uh, oh, dude, we got this crazy stuff. I can't even remember if I talked about it before, but Jade's really into this Get Fit, this high endurance, uh, get fit and her and her girlfriends go. So then they decided this is a great date idea. We're going to get our, our boyfriends there you and go. husbands nice. and fiancés involved. So we go and uh, now I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pace myself at the gym kind of guy. So I don't understand the, the qualifications for the gym. So, so we had Indian food the night before. Nice. We had Moroccan food, uh, Peruvian, I guess Moroccan. It is Moroccan. Um, and I had leftovers. So an hour before we go to the gym, I said, you know what? Let me eat my my lamb tangine with some rice. Oh, that was delicious. What's a spicy? Dip a few pitas in it. A little spicy. I go to the gym. Ooh. 20 minutes into this high endurance workout, I am throwing up in the sink all my lamb tangine. Oh. It was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. I thought I was going to die. Dog, that's a cardinal sin, man. You should know. Don't you dare eat a fucking nice hearty Indian meal. 
before, quite frankly, man, I make sure I'm done my workouts before I eat Indian food, man. I love chicken tikka masala. We actually, yeah, man, I love that shit. They, when they make it real spicy and that basmati rice, get some naan on the side, that fucking bread. You see, oh my God, yo, I love that shit. But yeah, man, maybe not before a, a hit class, which it sounds like that's what it was. Get fit sounds like a hit class almost. You know, uh, it's, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of ropes, a lot of push ups, a lot of, and oh, it was just shit. like no breaks. Yeah. It was like there was no breaks, high endurance running, duh, 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 had the, uh, had the straps on my legs doing lunges oh, and crunches. Wow. And, nice. Damn, man. You know what I mean? I've never done I'm one of those, a, but that sounds that sounds fucking crazy. See, that's what Jade is. Jade is a fitness person. Nice. I am like a I'm like a 57-year-old Jewish woman. You know what I mean? I'm on the treadmill, <laughs> level two, hands up, hips shaking. There you go. <laughs> talking to my friends. Hey man. Did you see? Did you see on the news today what they're doing? Ugh. <laughs> You know, <laughs> hey man, at least that's better than not doing it. And that's that's always the thing. I'm like, at least you did it. It's better than not doing yeah. it. I feel like every single time when I work out, man, and which sucks about today, and I'm surprised I'm, I'm I feel like I'm doing a good job so far in here. But I didn't wake up. It's Labor Day. Am I supposed to disclose that kind of? It's Labor Day, people. What the fuck? Um, but the gyms are closed today. And usually I have to hit my workout in the morning. If if I don't go in the morning, I fuck up the whole day. Now, while I don't plan on doing that, I mean, it's Labor Day. I'm going to have a burger and a hot dog at some point. But um, I don't know. I, 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 I feel like it once I get my workout in, man, it just it makes me feel happier. It really does. It releases some fucking, you know, fucking dopamine. I don't know. Yeah, no, I listen, I enjoy it. I enjoy working out, I enjoy eating healthy. But you give me one day, one day off, and I'm off to the all races. You need is, hey man, all you need is one day off. They say, yo, if you're doing the right thing and Saturday comes around, you want to have a cheat meal, go for it. But as long as yeah, you but just my get only right problem back. is my cheat day. Yeah, my cheat days last like a month. Right. Oh, I know the feeling, bro. I was hungover as shit yesterday. I got Pizza Hut, stuffed crust Pizza Hut from Aston Pizza Hut, one of the most depressing Pizza Huts. Um, and then I had, uh, I had Chipotle for dinner. I was hungover as mm. fuck, bro. I had Chipotle. Usually when I get Chipotle or get any kind of Tex-Mex, I'll get a bowl. But I got the fucking burrito. I got the white rice in it. I was like, fuck it. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, in moderation. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to get off topic. All I'm right. going to get off topic now that you were talking about that food because I want to call out social media because I'm here to bring truth to people. Oh, right? please. Yes, yes, and, yes, yes. And I've seen a lot of people because, listen, I'm all for trying alternative options. And, and we have a place called BurgerFi that has a plant-based burger and it's delicious. So everyone is like, yo, the Impossible Burger tastes just like the Whopper. It right. tastes exactly the same. News sources on it. All my friends are saying it. I'm like, yo, let me go try this thing. <laughs> to say that the Impossible Burger is just like the Whopper, you remind me of my parents growing up when they told me that my shacks were just like Jordan's oh my or God. that RC Cola tastes just like Pepsi. Uh, it doesn't. It's awful. I've never. It's awful. I've never tasted a taint. But it tasted like it. T- it's like one of those things where the first bite you're like, "Ooh, this tastes like a Whopper," and then you're like chewing, and it's like mm, this. This tastes like burnt, burnt plastic. Oh, you're joking! This tastes like burnt plastic. Yeah, no, it was a uh, huge letdown. Wow, huge letdown. My uh, my wife yep. loves the Impossible Burger at uh, 
Red Robin. I've never I've never tried it, but she she stands behind it. And I'm pretty sure my, my, my wife, she doesn't bullshit. If she don't like something, she'll fucking like it. She don't front, she don't bend, none of that. She's like, nah, this is fucking nasty. It's disgusting. She loves Wingstop. Have you ever had Wingstop? Mm. Wingstop is banging. I like Wingstop, but uh before the Wingstop in Delaware opened, there was a uh, a Wings to go that was open and we got lemon pepper wings from there and bro I thought that they were kind of identical I thought they were a close second I was like whatever it's not wing stop but these are still fucking good my wife was over let here let me ask you something what's up and it's gonna be racist and I apologize alright were the cooks white or black I have no idea when I when I got there when I picked it up because I placed the order online and when I picked it uh-huh. up uh, it was a white girl that was at the counter so I didn't I didn't see anybody. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if she was the only one that was there. But yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm just being stereotypical. But in my in my days, white people do not know how to make lemon pepper wings. Really? They just don't. It's just a little too much of something. <laughs> a little too much lemon. Yeah. You know? nah, I, I, I've lucked out. Well, granted, the wing stop that I go to, it's always just all black people working there. And okay. quite frankly, I, I never understood. I'm like, if you all are going off a recipe, if this is a recipe, you would think race had nothing to do with that. It's like if you're following the recipe, if you're Unless the unless the white workers there were like, ah, oh, they fucked up. This is a little too much. This is a little yeah. extra. We don't need all of that. I mean, come on. But uh, yeah, no. But 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 my wife was over here spitting out the wings, bro. It reminded me of the mm. Nathan for you episode with the the uh, the cheeseburger in L.A. When a dude said he had the best burger, and if you don't like it, they'll give you a hundred dollars. Do you remember that episode? Oh yeah. And yeah, the one yeah. lady was like. Spitting it out. And, and Nathan Fielder goes, do you want $100 or an Academy Award? Like, <laughs> which one do you want? Dude, that show was one of the best shows it really, on television. Yo, now, no, hold up. That's making... underrated. That's an underrated show, That's I think. Because show, yeah. I feel like, yeah, only a few, if you know, you know about Nathan for you. That show was hilarious. I would be, I just, I, I that's a show that, that brings me to tears. It's so funny and so awkward. It brings me to tears. Dude, the private investigator, yeah, private investigator yes. episode is one of the funniest right. things ever. Right. <laughs> oh no! When when he uh, when he when he uh, tricks the dude, so he has all the people dressed like him. And then the end of the episode, he's like, let's go grab a beer. And he th- makes the switch real quick. And the other guy gets in and he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, uh, yo, what, what, who are you? And he's running down <laughs> yes, the street. Yes. Yeah, that show is great. Oh, Last so time I checked, good. it was on Hulu, man. Even the Bill Gates episodes, man, the Bill Gates. When, when we first started the computers, that guy sucks, yo.
gonna do a quick today in history. Fuck I'm yeah. not even gonna do the ba 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 ba. You know what? I will. Oh, you just today did it. In history. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about today, which is what is today? September second. Yes. September second. September second, nineteen o two. They released a trip to the moon. Um, one of the earliest science fiction films. Uh, it had a budget. It had the largest budget for a short film of its era. It estimates a range from 10,000 to 30,000 francs. Plus, you know, if you factor in U.S. dollars, inflammation, uh, inflammation, inflation, it's uh, $876,000. So not a lot of money today, uh, even with inflation. Um, But it is one of the best known films made uh, in a lot of like movies to see you know, all the movies you must see. It's the first film made of like movies that you have to see. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. While the moon actually, the, the fun fact about it is this was, this was in 1902, way before we've ever even dreamed about going to the moon. Obviously they were wrong about the moon having aliens, life or air, but some of the shots are pretty well predicted, you know, um, especially with how they got there, you know, a team of men with support from the scientific community. They're sealed into a bullet shaped capsule, which is fired to a desolate moon surface. Um, it's very similar to what the actual moon landing was like. Uh, random fun fact. I'm not even going to, I'm going to try to pronounce the guy's name. The guy who made the film was George, uh, Mielis, right? George Zimmerman. And he was like, George Zimmerman, okay. yes. But George Mialis <laughs> made this film, right? And he was like, okay, I am going to release this film in America, and therefore I will make a lot of money. But our boy Thomas Edison, they already secretly made copies of the film and oh. showed it across the United States within weeks. So he actually never made money off of it. He ended up going broke several years later, and Thomas Edison made a fortune on the film. Mm. Thomas fucking Edison. Yeah. What a guy. Right. You know, on his day in history, also Ozzy Osbourne was charged with threatening to kill Sharon back in 89. Oh, yeah, on his classic day. Classic Ozzy. Yeah, classic Ozzy. Yeah, so he immediately went into detox. Apparently, also Michael Jackson's You Are Not Alone went number one today. Oh, you know, that was song was written by... That song was written by R. Kelly. I didn't know that. And of course, oh, wow. I'm over here like, oh God, the dynamic fucking duo. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh Jesus. my goodness, makes it makes me want to re like revisit that song and really decipher the fucking lyrics. What's going on there? It's a shame. Hey, wasn't that the Free Willy song? No, that was uh, what was the Free Willy song? Um, Wait a minute, was it not Free Willy? You were not alone. I thought that I was Free Willy. No, no, you were not alone. Was not Free Willy. Oh man! Oh shit! Another good song. Listen, I, I don't condone any anything that Michael Jackson did uh, in his personal life, but I think he's a good musician, Absolutely. so I'm going to acknowledge his Yo, song. I was just um, right, right. I was just reading something on Chris Benoit, and it was like a lot of people were talking about he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame for what you know he did to his family, and it's like uh, I think he's a great wrestler. I thought he was a very entertaining wrestler. The dude was mentally ill. You know what I mean? A lot of these yeah. people are mentally ill, and as much as I'm not just going to give them a fucking pass. It's like we need to to be on top. We need to monitor our loved ones. We need to be there for them because yeah. that's a tragedy. Also, real quick, yo, on this day, fucking 14 years ago, bro, Kanye was like, George Bush doesn't care about black people. That happened today. 
I remember watching that oh, shit, yo. Like Meyer's face. <laughs> yes, dude. yes. He was like, oh my fucking God. Yes. So that happened on this day in response to Hurricane Katrina and President Butch, Butch's, President Bush's lack of urgency around helping those in need, which is weird, man, because 14 years ago, Hurricane Katrina, now we have Hurricane Dorian today. Hopefully it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, live up to that. But uh, yeah, man, we're rooting for Florida. Yeah, man. let's look. Let's let's hope. And also on this day, September second, two thousand nineteen, Cool De La Podcast said that Michael Jackson's song "You Are Not Alone" was in Free Willy, which was incorrect. Oh, and the shit. correct song that was in Free Willy was "Will You Be There." Oh, like a river Jordan. Of course. And I will then say to thee. Well, I feel like, the, I mean, the, you are my friend. <laughs> they, they, they kind of go hand in hand, the titles anyway. I mean, I feel like it's yeah. like, oh, okay, all right, well, we were close, whatever. Fuck off, y'all. Free Willy sucked Bro. anyway. It did, but the, so I had, with you, you are not alone, I had on cassette Michael Jackson, past, present, and future, and boy, man, some hits. Remember that song he did with uh, Biggie? He had a song on there with uh, Biggie Smalls. No way, hold up. Wait a yeah. minute. Yeah, it was a, it was a good it was a good um, fuck. What was it called? Uh, this time around, this time around. Oh wow! No, I'm not familiar, but I know I'm gonna have to check that out today, man. Biggie and 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 Michael Jackson. It's, it's cool. It's cool because it's two icons. The reason that you haven't heard of it is, uh, I wouldn't say it's necessarily underrated. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just cool. Okay, you know what I mean, right? Just to, to know that that, that 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 happened. <laughs> Yeah. Right. R.I.P. But uh, Biggie and MJ. R.I.P. Biggie and MJ. I think that wraps up. So, what's up? I've been I've been avoiding saying this, but I wanted to get your take on it because I know that it's people have been very sensitive about it. Did you happen to watch Sticks and Stones yet? Dave Chappelle's newest stand. I did not. What did you think? Because okay. I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. I thought it was very funny. Okay. You know, um, and I am one of those people that I am very, I am very adamant at, and people think that it's black and white and I disagree. I think that you can be for equality. You can be for people's rights, but you can understand when comedy is comedy. Right. And to, I, I think that merging comedy and hate is just like merging like the church and state. You know what I mean? Right. Like just because something's offensive doesn't mean that it's hateful. Right. You know, right. It's we can we can laugh at ourselves, everyone, you know, like now if like someone goes on stage and they're just like blacks are so dumb and gays should be killed. <laughs> right, right. Like that, right. that's different. Right. You know, just because you're a comedian doesn't mean you can say right, anything. But if, right. <laughs> but if it's in good taste, it's like we can all laugh, but that yeah, you're we can right. all laugh. We're gonna make jokes, we're gonna laugh. Like I, I'm very, very now when I say I'm very forgiving of comedians, now if a comedian does something like spike someone's drink, you know, off the stage, right. I'm not forgiving of that. But I don't know. I think that we're way too sensitive with comedy. And and I think me and you talked about it before, maybe on our first episode, that there's no shortage of actual hate in this world. So, like, move the fuck on. Right. Laugh at the fucking joke. Move along. And and uh, 
Now he's getting a lot of hate. There was a very, very vicious Vice article written about it. Oh, and wow, I was like, really? all right, this is getting, you know. Wow. And it was funny because it was like he made some joke about uh, – like he made a joke towards how like, like America's racist in a, in a way where it's like if they want to – if they want to um, – get rid of gun laws. You know, if they want to make stricter gun laws, black people should buy guns. And, and, and the article was like, I thought that that was funny, but the rest was very, very uh, offensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay. Yeah. Pick and choose. So it fit your agenda. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Speaking of sensitive, Kevin Hart's back right now. You hear about yeah. that? Got to a bad accident, yo. Yeah, man. Yeah, so we're hoping for Kevin Hart, man. Cause he's not going to be funny if he's a fucking paraplegic. So, I know. Then he's going to have to be on a sitcom about moving back to Brooklyn in a hipster era. And it's like, what happened to you? You were you were you were on top of the comedy world. And now one car accident gave you this awful job. Right. I said paraplegic. Rest, rest in peace, Tracy Morgan. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, He lost somebody, too. from before. I said paraplegic. That means the fucking lower half of your body. That's fucking dumb. You know what I meant? Y'all know what I meant. God damn it. Y'all should still come be on, Khalil. Now we're now we're ableists. Right. Now we're ableists uh, yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, oh, man, we're geez. fucking up. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Hope you enjoy it. Uh,